Welcome to Take 10. I'm Chris Byrne, co-host of the Playground Podcast with my co-host Richard Gottlieb. And this is a series of short conversations that we have about issues related to the toy industry. This first appeared as the end cap on an episode featuring Jeff Walker of KidCraft Toys. Richard and I looked at what's going on with rising costs in China right now and what the implications might be for the toy industry. We've been lighthearted for a couple of weeks, but now we're turning our attention to something a little bit more serious, which is how prices are on the rise in China. And Richard, you just did an article on this, which I thought was was very good and really summarized what we're up against. Well, well Chris, I, I, I've spoken to several people, and I know you're hearing this too, that prices are going up. And I had here's a quote from a, a from a source which said, "We are getting hit from the factories with requests for increases, and we are anticipating them to hit hard after Chinese New Year's as we go into the, uh, to the new administration." And he's talking about the Biden administration. The causes, Chris, and we're going to go through these one of them at a time. One is. Uh, simply that the U.S. dollar is not as valuable as it was against the Chinese renminbi, which is their currency. I think that probably says something to do with the fact that the Chinese economy has surged back more quickly than the U.S. economy has. Right. And our dollar, basically what that means is our dollar doesn't go as far. So when we read the reporting from the different publicly traded companies, they always talk about the impact of currency exchange on margins and costs. This is something, of course, exchange rates fluctuate up and down, but the American dollar doesn't go as far in China. Another one, Chris, is uh, raw material prices. And this kind of surprised me because it's being by uh, driven by increases in the demand for PVC, PP, PE, ABS plastics. And Chris, I, I guess I don't quite get it because I, I think the cost of oil from which these resins are made is at an all-time low. It is. At the same time, we've got the depression in refining here in the U.S. because of the pandemic. But there are other issues at play. Paper costs are up. Labor is up. Even things like the electricity in to run the plants in China is more expensive than it was. So it's it's the raw materials, but it's all the overall costs. And, and let's not even get into the cost of shipping, which seem to be going up continually. Part of the demand is, again, because the Chinese economy has been resurgent, demand in China for toys is up, which increases demands on plastic. Uh, China is the number two uh, toy market in the world, and uh, they do have an impact. Another one, Chris, is government regulations. And I found information on this, but I'm not clear of the connection. It seems that the Chinese government attempting to reduce pollution put some regulations in place that force the cost of cardboard and circuit boards to go up, which means that packaging has increased in price. Yeah, packaging has continued to go up. And one of the things that's interesting is that companies like Mattel have been very aggressive at reducing things like electricity consumption and being more conscious of how their plants are polluting. And I think that as it becomes system-wide throughout China, through all the factories, that's going to increase costs because it does. What you have to do to reduce pollution adds costs to the factories, which add costs to the toys. And then one final area, and this is just my conjecture. I don't, there's no, I don't have any third-party source for this, but it just seems to me that 
if I'm a Chinese factory owner and I really took it on the chin last January, February, March, April, maybe into May, my factory's being closed. I'm taking a little extra in my pricing right now just to make up for some of the lost revenue and profit earlier in the year. I agree. And as typically happens in this, the toy companies get caught in the middle because, of course, they've got the higher prices for production, which they have to negotiate. But then they've got the the prices that the retailers in the U.S. are willing to charge. And so that's always a negotiation. So the toy companies have to determine whether or not they're going to absorb the costs, they're going to force price increases. And what does that mean for consumers? It's a completely fluid situation. But if the past is prologue, we know that costs are going to go up and moving out of China is not a solution because there are all the costs attendant on setting up manufacturing in other areas. I really like your last point and, and, and because what really came across to me is how interdependent the U.S. and Chinese economies are. And we've had a lot of controversy the last four years around uh, instituting uh, tariffs and trying to move production back to the U.S. and Nothing's changed, really. I mean, some people have moved some production to other Asian countries, but they can only absorb so much. So this Chinese-American economic relationship is hugely important, particularly for the toy industry, in which 86% of our toys are made in China. And I do think that this is something that the trade people in the new Biden administration understand and that they will be focused on, because... Essentially, they are willing to acknowledge that this is a global economy and toys is definitely a global business. So I think the win-win solutions are what everybody is looking for. I'm Chris Byrne with my co-host Richard Gottlieb. This is Take 10, a production of the Playground podcast. We are brought to you by Global Toy Experts, The Toy Guy, and Chizcom. And you can find all of our episodes at theplaygroundpodcast.com. And thank you for listening.